Mic check one two one two. This sounds good. Um, hello. My name is Lud. Uh, if you have reached here, if you hear me talking, that means I have decided to record one podcast today. I'm off from school, so I figured out why not. I know I've been a been a little ghost, been a little ghost as of late. Uh, but I mean, I'm back for a little bit. Not 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 really once a week yet. Not back to that. But I'm gonna give y'all this at least. The very least I can give y'all is this one. Uh, a lot of sports stuff happened. A lot of music. A lot of uh, just a lot of stuff came out. So, if you have reached here, a seat at the table. Appreciate you for listening. Appreciate everybody who's listened so far to the podcast. My mic is making a weird noise in my headphones. I don't like that. Um, I don't know why it's doing that, but whatever. I'll try to fix the headphones real quick. Everything's fine. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for those who've listened before. Um, You're not going to hear an ad on this one. I'm not going to put an ad on this one yet. I'm just going to record. Put it on Spotify. Um, I'm not going to sing. I don't know. I just don't feel like singing today. I don't really feel like it. But... Like I said, I'll see you again for like the third or fourth time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening so far. If you're new, hope hopefully I can keep your your uh, attention long enough where you keep coming back every week. But um, man, a lot of lot of stuff to get to. Uh, I don't have a list. I usually have a list on my phone of things that I'm gonna talk about. I don't have a list today because uh. I feel like I've always been authentic and and real with you guys. So I feel like I'm just going to do it again today. I don't know why I don't have a list. I just want to be real and authentic today. Um, Man, where to start? Uh, I want to talk about Tiller. 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 Yeah. Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller dropped an album. Dropped this... uh, just a minute ago, right? Like maybe like what two, three weeks ago? Let me see. Um, it says it's called Anniversary. Ten songs, really short. Listen, uh, definitely R and B. If you like Bryson Tiller, I'm not the hugest fan of Bryson, but uh, this is what's called. It's called Anniversary. It's ten tracks. This was his follow-up to, well, this is apparently like the, the, the sequel to Trap Soul, his groundbreaking, uh, his groundbreaking album in the beginning, Trap Soul. Uh, you, know, you, you know his songs, you know Exchange, you know Don't, you know Sorry Not Sorry, like, you know all this stuff. Um, over time, like you, you know all this stuff. This was this was like 
people have been on Bryson for the longest time. I've never been the hugest Bryson fan, me personally. Um, but I love Don't. I love Don't. Love that song. I've always loved that song. I'll always continue to love that song. Love the beat. Love love his his flows. Um, I love the lyrics of that song. Uh, so when I heard when I heard that he had a new album, and I found this album really by accident. I was scrolling through Instagram one day, and I saw Bryson Tiller al- album drops. Was it like what? Uh, ten one. I think it was ten one. It was ten one. Uh, I saw it say. I said, "Oh shoot! Okay, well, I'm I'm here now. Let's give it a listen." So I gave the album a listen. I've given it multiple listens, mult like four, five, six listens. It's a good album to me. It's a good album to me. It's not classic. I I don't know if Trap Soul is a classic to me because I didn't really listen to the album. I wasn't really into albums in 2015. Was I? Probably not. I didn't listen to this. I wasn't into R&B like that in 2015. Um, so I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was a classic uh, trap soul. I will say this though. Um, I heard trap soul. Well, I heard some of the songs on trap soul, and I heard his next album called True to Self. And True to Self to me, I bashed it. I didn't have a, excuse me, I didn't have a podcast at the time, but I bashed True to Self. I tore it apart. I hated True to Self. Uh, maybe like what, for with the exception of two songs on that album, uh, I was not a fan of that album at all. And he explained after the album passed, the album was in 2017, by the way. He explained after that album passed, he wasn't happy recording the album. He was going through a very dark, dark time. So I could tell. So when I heard this album, from the very first track, I said, hold on, Bryson, you sound happy. You sound happy. And I mean, yeah, he's a he's a R&B, R&B trap star, you know. And he's a a famous person and all that stuff. That's great. But he's human at the end of the day, too. And I I could tell that from... I actually, when I I first heard the beat drop in that first song, and he's going crazy, he's going crazy, he's going crazy, I actually started smiling. I said, Bryson sounds happy. Whether I like the music or not, that's just subjective to my opinion. There's going to be people, his fans will love the music. Some might not. Who cares? He doesn't care about that. He to me it made me happy because it sounded like he was happy. And if someone is happy, then I'm gonna be happy. Alright. Um, but the album honestly is not that bad. The album is actually really good. Well, not really good, but it's pretty it's pretty good. The intro, I love the intro. Whoa, hold on. I'm looking at the wrong album. Um the intro, love the intro. I love the second song, always forever. Um I love things change. Things change had me dying. <laughs> if you haven't heard that song, just listen to Things Change by Bryson Tiller. Cause that that's a funny uh that's a funny album. It's a funny album. No, I, I, that's a funny song. It's a funny song. 
Uh, best song, obviously, is um, Out of Time with Drake. I think that's going to be the song that you're probably going to hear more on the radio. Um, I mean, this is COVID, of course, but uh, if you were out in parties, you you would definitely... Can I play a little bit of it? Let me see. I'll do that. Thinking maybe things were never the way we made them out to be. How we thought they were. Lately, I'm not sure. One thing for sure is when we're together, we're toxic as ever. Make no mistake, all the roads lead to we shouldn't be together. All right, all right, all right. I don't want to get sued by Spotify or by Tiller or Drake. Um, but yeah, that, that song to me, Drake did his thing in that song. Um, Drake did his thing. Bryson did his thing. Album's a really good album. Uh, I would say listen to it. That album's, that album's nice. That album's nice. Um, who else kept, who else did this? Um. Oh, Giveon. Give Giveon, Giveon, is that how you say his name? Giveon, Giveon. I heard his album. His, well, he has an EP that dropped. I don't, someone's going to correct me if because uh, I said his name wrong. But that that EP is not bad at all. It's only four songs. So, I mean, the, it's, really, it's really only three songs because the first song isn't even a song, really. It's like more of a, it's very short. Uh, it's literally it's four songs, nineteen minutes. The first two songs are amazing. When it's all said and done, still your best. Wasn't the hugest fan of the last time song with Snow Allegra, even though I love Snow Allegra. But I mean, hey, what do you what do you want me to do? It's the nineteen minute song. I heard it like once. I'll give you a, a more in depth review when I record again. I don't know. I don't know when that is, but it'll be probably. I don't know to be honest. But definitely give Give Young album a, a, a listen. And um, those are the two albums that I wanted to review right now. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some more albums that are going to drop. I'm going to listen to them. Uh, but I will say this. And I need everybody to listen up very closely. I need everyone to listen very closely. The one episode that I've been told people love not everybody but the one episode that I get a lot of like texts and calls about is Lace Front to Haiti now if you haven't heard that album album, if you haven't heard that episode give just the first 30 minutes of that episode a listen um and in that episode I talked about how what there will be repercussions and consequences for uh, the new PS5 that was at that time I believe we hadn't had a release date yet it was just it was just known like it was coming out time has passed some months have passed since that episode we finally have a release date a price and with that whole lot of trouble 
I pre-ordered my PS5. Let me tell you how serious this is for me. I pre-ordered the PS5, right? I plan on specifically asking for that day off so I can play the PS5. I want no interruptions. I want no interruptions. Now, Luigi, does this still mean, you're probably wondering, you're probably wondering, does this still mean lace fronts will get sent to Haiti? Absolutely. Listen, the the the, the rules haven't changed. Go. I don't mind you touching the PS5. Like you can't, I'm not saying you can't touch it. But if you try like turning it off, like try being cute to, to delete the my player, you're gonna be hey babe, I cannot I can't find the can too. Hmm, I wonder why. Like your lace front's still getting sent to Haiti. I'm taking all the razors. Your wigs are gonna be used for somebody else. Like nothing's gonna be here. The, the lace fronts to Haiti, the cancel's gonna be to Haiti, the heel that you don't wear, all the heels that you have bought with my money. I'm like speaking as if, as if I'm married, but all the heels that you bought, those are going to Haiti too, because someone else needs them. I'm sure, I'm sure Team Mali Joseph over here needs them right more than you do. All them purses you want, the purses you don't even wear, get them out of here. All that's gone. All that's gone. But I want to say we have a, a a date that's coming out November 12th, and I want everyone to listen very specific, very closely here, please. November 12th, the PS5 comes out. You will not hear from any man until January 1st. That sounds about right. November 12th, the PS5 comes out. You will not hear from any man Feb from until January 1st. Actually, no, I lied. February, because 2K21 for next gen or 2K21 for the PS5 comes out six days afterwards on the 18th. Now, I'm going to try to give women a little heads up. If you, I want all the women who are married, who are either married or are dating or are engaged or whatever, I'm going to give you guys some advice. I don't care when your anniversary was. If you can somehow get your man a PS5 either pre-ordered or on the day of release, that should cover you until next year. So what I'm saying is, if you, today is the, what, 14th? If today was your anniversary, you know, if the 13th, if yesterday was your anniversary, and you somehow managed to cop a pre-order of the PS5, I, I, I think you're pretty good until next year. So, Excuse me. Until next year on the 14th, I think you're covered for that day. You don't got to get him a gift. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. You don't have to get him a gift. Now, men, 
with that being said, don't allow your woman to get you a PS5. Because she will say, hey, I bought that PS5. I've, I came on Earth to... I came on Earth to cause division in households. Husband against wife. Boyfriend against girlfriend. I'm, this episode might end up breaking up our relationship. I don't know. But just a tip for women and some advice for men. It's all about who can beat who first to the PS5 pre-order. Either way, the PS5 is getting copped. I pre-ordered mine. I'm going to ask for that day off today on my app. And uh, you will see from there. So please, I will rehash. If you have a friend, a guy friend, that you've been maybe thinking about telling him your real feelings, I, I do it now. I do it now. I would do it sometime before November 12th, please. Um, I am begging you. Because you will feel bad. And you will feel stupid. That you texted him on November 12th. And he left you on red. And once February hits, you will feel angry when he texts you, my bad. I just saw this. Okay? Are we clear? All right, you got to tell him now. You have October. You got about, what, a few days, less than a month? About a month? Please hurry up. I'm giving y'all advice, okay? Now, I'm lucky because I pre-ordered mine already. And let me tell you something right now. PS5 pre-orders are terrible. They have been sporadic and random, and blah, 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 blah. It's been tough to pre-order one. So if the, pre if the pre-order was bad, just imagine how, on launch day, how it would be. Just saying. So if you have a special someone, just let, let them know now, please. Women, let them know now, because if you don't, Ah, you're gonna come back to this episode and start slapping yourself in the face because I told y'all, I told you, don't, I told y'all, I told y'all, all right? One last thing before I'm out of here for the first half, shout out to my boy, uh, my boy Jackson. He has a, a compi album, a compi album out. Now, um, he posted this on Instagram, so he's not gonna get mad if I play it. Uh, and no, he's not. This he's he dropping one very very soon. What is it? Nine more nine more days, right? So this is what uh, he posted this today, right? Oh, uh, three days ago. So the album is dropping on on twentieth, according to him. October twentieth. Let me give y'all a taste on what my man's is providing out here. Let me give y'all a taste. I gotta find here it is.
Yes, sir. I've been blasting that 30 second snippet for like five days straight. I've been going in on that song. He's a uh, October 20th. Definitely check that out. I get y'all name, right? Did he drop a name for this? I think it's called Rain Your Sherry. Yeah, it's called Rain Your Sherry. Definitely check it out. It's going to be on there soon. Definitely proud of my mans. Happy for him. He's doing big things. Um, This pod, I'm not going to lie to y'all, might be a little long. It might not, depending on how I'm feeling. Thank you for rocking with me for so far. Love y'all. I'll be back real quick. <laughs> Michael Mary, Michael Mary. Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Yes. Christian Dior, Dior. I'm up in all the stores. When it rains, it pours. She like the way that I girl. Michael Mary, Michael Mary. Billie Jean, Billie Jean, yeah. Christian Dior, Dior. I'm up in all the stores. Ah. When it rains, it pours. She like the way that I grr, 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 grr. So stupid, bro. All right. um, Man, lots of sports today. Lots of sports today. Lots of sports today. I want to work my way through the playoffs. Cause I'm not just getting to the chip yet. Cause I'm gonna start with some love, and then I'm gonna end with some laughter. All right. Oh, oh no, we'll get into football with that. But anyway, start off with the NBA playoffs. Um, the NBA playoffs. I mean, what can I say? The NBA did what they always do, what they always have done, and what I believe. They will continue to do. Been on top. The bubble was a success. We had, to me, a classic playoff between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Literally, all I kept hearing from old heads is, the game has changed. There's no more. I hate this guy. He wants so buddy-buddy and cute. and." We finally had two dudes who are cool with each other. Yes, they are cool with one another. But the old heads kept telling me, no one wants to go back and forth with somebody. Back in my day in the 80s with their cane, like you had to be there to witness the physicality of the game. Shut up. We had that. It was called Jamal Murray versus Donovan Mitchell. The first round, and boy, to me, to me, off off that criteria, probably the best. Uh, the best. It's to me, it was a classic, classic uh, NBA series. That is, it had literally everything you wanted. Jamal going off, Donovan scoring right back behind him. Excuse me, while I was loud. Then back to Murray. Murray scoring a three. Donovan scoring a three. And and they're guarding each other too. The best players in that series were guarding each other. And they couldn't stop one another. Great, great, great stuff. The Rockets. Um, I'm gonna talk about them a little bit more later on in this podcast. Uh that was actually that was actually a very fun series against OKC. 
you saw the, the two sides of the Rockets. The side you should be worried about and the side that you should never take seriously. They heat up. They, they literally heat up from three one in one half. And the fourth quarter, they go ice cold. You're not gonna win games like that. You're not gonna win. You're not gonna win games like that. Definitely not gonna win championships like that. We we got to see Damian Lillard do what Dame Dollar does best, and that's get buckets. Damian Lillard to me now is in has always been in that upper echelon of players, top ten player. Before there were questions of whether or not he's better than Kyrie Irving, I think those questions can be put to rest now. Um, the Lakers do what the Lakers do. We saw a, a buzzer beater from AD in game in game three. We we've seen it all. We saw Giannis get exposed once again, and I, at this point, I I can't even say it's getting exposed. It's not getting exposed when it's happened to you before. So Giannis hasn't um, done much in his career except win MVPs, which is cool. I'm not mad he won MVP this year. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not mad he won MVP this year. Not at all. I would have voted for LeBron. Me personally, but I understand that it is a regular season award, and Giannis's team was on pace to win seventy games, I believe. So can't fault them for that at all. He had a great season. The bubble gave us Devin Booker coming and telling people the the Suns are for real. And the Clippers. Before I get to the Clippers, let's skip all that brouhaha. Let's get to the finals. This, to me, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Okay, first of all, no, I'll explain that later. But for the finals, Miami Heat versus the Los Angeles Lakers. By this time, you know that Lakers, they won the chip in six. Uh, LeBron gets his fourth ring. AD gets his first. Rondo gets his second. I can go on and on about LeBron and AD. I can go on and on and on about LeBron. And I, I'm I'm gonna talk about him a little bit a little bit later. But I wanna talk about Jimmy Butler. Cause what Jimmy Butler did in those six games. was absolutely phenomenal. Excuse me, wow. Especially against the game five. No, especially in game three and game and game five. He game game three he was it's clearly game three is his best game ever, in my opinion. Game three is Jimmy Butler's best game it put him he was edging toward a a 
there was at one point there was at one point in time when he was on the Bulls. I think like his first or maybe second All Star appearance, where we saw him coming, and then we kind of forgot about him because he was on Minnesota, and then we kind of forgot about him again because he was on. Um, he was on Philly. Literally every team he's gone to has been better with him and has been worse without him. Check the Bulls now. They have a they have a bright future. I think Lori Markinen is gonna be nice. I'm a huge Zach Levine fan. Kobe White is gonna be nice. Uh Porter Jr. Not Michael Porter Jr. No, sorry, not Porter Jr. Carter. Wendell Carter is nice and to me it's only going to get better and finally they have a decent head coach i'm sorry they have an actual head coach in billy donovan who did an outstanding job with what he got what he what he did um with okc where it was kind of like chris paul and friends um, so I expect them to be, I'm expecting big things, not championship for the Bulls, of course, but I expect to see some vast improvements with an actual coach, but they haven't been the same without Jimmy Butler. You look at Minnesota, Jimmy Butler beat them with the third stringers. Okay, he didn't score a point. They've been they were what they were a not a championship. They were a playoff team with him. They're a bottom feeder without him. Then you look at uh, uh wow Philly. You look at Philly. They were what a shot away perhaps from. They were a shot away. From I think making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, was that the finals? Yes. They were a shot away from the Eastern Conference Finals. And I think Jimmy Butler would have done a number on Giannis. Their first round out without him. Now, granted, to give Joel Embiid some 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 leeway, Ben Simmons was hurt. So I get that. But you could tell from watching them play, this ain't the same team. They were abysmal on the road and great at home. But guess what? If you don't know anything about basketball, know this. It don't matter what you do at home. What can you do on the road? They were absolutely atrocious on the road. That's because Jimmy was there. And now Jimmy doing what he did in games four, sorry, game three, 40 point triple double. And you, and you can see he was exhausted. 40 point triple double, 40 plus minutes. I think he played like 47 at one point in time. I think game six, I think he played like 40 something. Game five, he, I think Jimmy has found a home in Miami. I think Miami wants to keep him. 
I think he wants to stay. I think he loves Pat. I think he loves Spo. But you can see just you can see just how much he's worked on his game. If you saw him from when it was him and Lou Aldang, Taj Gibson, Joakim Noah, Derek Rose, Kirk Heinrich, Mike Dunleavy, you could see that Jimmy Butler now, that Jimmy Butler then, and Butler now, flight night and day. I give major props to the Heat for getting there because most people didn't even have them getting to the finals. Jimmy Butler got Giannis out of here in five. Jimmy Butler got TJ, MJ, TJ, Michael Jordan, Warren out of here in four. Jimmy Butler beat the Celtics. And Jimmy Butler, for one game, even though game five was fantastic, Jimmy Butler outplayed the entire Laker team, including LeBron James. But this is where I said I had Lakers in five or six. Now, Lakers won in six. So I was correct in that in that uh, statement. I said Lakers in either five or six. But I will say this. Game five, guys, I'm not going to lie to you, I was a wreck. I was a, a, a mental wreck. What do you mean, Lud? I'm going to tell you what I mean. The game five loss to me was so heartbroken, heartbreaking. And y'all can call it, my friends have called it being a crybaby, blah, blah, blah. Being overdramatic, we want the band, blah, 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 blah. All that brouhaha. I don't care. I'm a LeBron fan. I go through this every year with him in the finals. It does not matter to me. Game five was so heartbroken to me. Was so heartbreaking to me. I deleted Bleacher Report. I deleted ESPN. I deleted Twitter. I didn't get on Instagram. I didn't answer any of my friends' phone calls or texts. You could ask my friends Rad, ask my friends Chris. They called me like seven times. I answered nobody. I left my group chats. I was home and wanted to recuperate and relax because I could not take it. Yes, call it being overdramatic. I don't care. I'm a LeBron fan. Sue me. Yeah. I, was I being a baby? Probably. I don't care. <laughs> I don't at all. Sue me. I'm not going to get much but 1036. How much money do I have from this podcast? 1036? That's it? What, you want a Walgreens paycheck too? Like, go ahead. By all means, have fun with that too. All right. But Jimmy Butler played amazing, but you could tell, you, you could tell looking at Jimmy Butler in game five, dropped another triple-double. And you can tell that killed him. Game five, I believe, killed Jimmy Butler. Now, yes, I will say this series would be a lot more interesting if Drogic hadn't gotten hurt. Now you can tell me Luigi Bam got hurt too. Bam, in my opinion, was not playing that well game one. No one told Bam to drive his shoulder into Dwight Howard. 
Dwight Howard's a big boy. <laughs> that boy Burley. That boy is Burley. And he was not quite the same. But Jimmy, Jimmy did what he had to do. If I were to tell you, hey, Bam is going to be out for two games and the Heat will go one and one in those games, you're going to tell me we have a chance. Heat fans tell me we have a chance. Yes, I am admitting had Drogic, number one, I've, I've loved Goran Drogic since Phoenix. It pained me to see him go down with that plantar fascia injury. And honestly, looking at game six, the only good thing that came out of game six for the Heat was I, I got to see Drogic just play. It made me happy. It, it really made me happy. There are those wholesome times in sports. That was one of them. Seeing Drogic play made me extremely happy. He was the only good thing that came out of Game 6 for the Heat. I kept telling my friends, finals experience counts for something, right? The Heat had three rookies. You can't win a, a championship against LeBron with three rookies. You can't do it. You simply cannot beat LeBron with three rookies. And Tyler Hero had a very weird, shaky finals. I thought it was a, a very below average final. In my opinion, I thought it, I would rate Tyler Hero's uh, finals a C minus, like a 70, like flat. And his game six was god-awful. His game six was god-awful. And Tyler Hero was a bucket. But he did not have a good game six. Two for 12 is not good. Bam did not have a good game six. I know you guys want to look at the stats. Bam's stat line looks nice. I test. I watched that game. Bam did not look good. Bam was shaky. Hesitant. AD was in his head rent-free, sitting on his couch with his foot on the table, drinking drinking juice with no coaster. Bam did not have a good game six to me. I know you could look at the stats and they say great, too little, too late. And I have a Miami friend, a friend of, who lives in Miami, who's always been a Heat fan. Tell me, nah, bro, he didn't have a good game. Too little, too late. But it does not diminish what they've done. It doesn't diminish what they've done. But you look at Jimmy Butler and what he was able to do with that organization. Coach Spo, the best thing Coach Spo could have done was get not gotten out of that zone. Was please get out of that zone because you're literally too small. You put LeBron and Vogel. To me, this was a battle of coaches. Who's going to out-coach who? And Vogel putting AD and LeBron, Vogel putting AD in the middle, no, LeBron in the middle, he's a better passer, and having cuts, and then putting LeBron and AD on the back line. They just back down. You, Kendrick Nunn can't guard LeBron James. Duncan Robinson can't guard LeBron James. And what a game five Duncan Robinson had. 
Fantastic game five. Couldn't find much of him after that. But fantastic game five. So this was a battle of coaches for me. The personnel to me didn't match up. But the coaches. When 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 Vogel was first hired, I was very skeptical. Very skeptical about. I thought it was maybe a little outdated. Yeah, he played he he coached great for the Pacers, but that was a few years ago. The NBA has changed now. Rob Palinka did a great job scrambling after Kawhi left them for uh for dead. And Kawhi, hey, I ain't forget about you, Kawhi. I got like a I can go a whole segment about Kawhi Leonard, but I ain't forget about him. Lakers deserve this ring. This ring has no asterisk, guys. This ring has no asterisk. This is probably the hardest championship to get. Honestly. Why? And this is this is just this is just my opinion. You're in a season, regular, everything's fine. You're playing, you're playing. The Lakers actually were the hottest team in the in the, the league right before right before the shutdown happened. They had won three in a row. And two of those games literally being back to back. Philly, that was that that was an easy game. Then you had to play Giannis the next game and the Clippers the next game right after that. Right after that. Lakers won all three. LeBron guarded Giannis, put the clamps on him. And LeBron outplayed Kawhi game three. In in, in the third game. Then boom. Shutdown happens. So now you're playing. You are talking about literally. You don't know whether or not. You're going to have a season. At that time we knew. All we knew was Corona was killing people. And we didn't know how it looked like. We didn't know the symptoms. We didn't know anything about Corona. All we know is. Corona. Hit. Everything shut down. But guess what? The NBA being preventative took precautionary measures. Put them, put them in a bubble. But now, guys, when you're in the bubble, if I were to tell you, hey, listen, you're in this bubble, but you, you no family allowed for months. No family allowed. Half of these guys didn't want, even want to go to the bubble. Half of these guys did not want to go to the bubble. They didn't even want to play in the bubble. But they did. And you look and you look and you look and you're playing these games. There's no fans. And then, okay, okay, so I'm, 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 it's getting a little normal. I can't see my wife, can't see my kids. Yeah, they allowed um they allowed some uh they allowed I think what round 2 or round 3 they allowed a a, a, a family to come. It was round 2. Round 2 they allowed family to come. And then literally before the first game of the playoffs start players didn't even want to they didn't even want to play that game. After the Jacob Blake incident that happened, 
Milwaukee and Orlando literally did not come out the locker rooms. Toronto literally thought about moving and flying back to Canada. That's how serious. They didn't even want to play. They had a vote. They had to talk it out. So literally in the midst of your bubble, where you're finally getting acclimated to how this new thing works, they're possibly in the middle of playoffs, might not even be a playoffs. And the you had to talk it out. And the most mind-boggling thing to me was the two teams that said we don't want to play. The Lakers and the Clippers. The two teams almost everybody had winning the championship, the Lakers or the Clippers. Ironic to me. And yet somehow through all that stuff. The Lakers win a chip. But of course, there's an asterisk only because LeBron won it. Now, I'm going to talk about LeBron for a little bit. Okay. I've never seen Jordan play. But I know Jordan. And he's GOAT. We get that. I've had people tell me that the GOAT debate will never be touched because LeBron will never be in that class. I think the GOAT debate is a little closer than most people either realize or want to believe in. Now, if you don't believe that Jordan is the GOAT, that, that LeBron is the GOAT, I'm not going to stop you from that. But what I've been hearing, first of all, let's talk about his physical condition. I told you earlier in this podcast, like four minutes ago, or maybe like 10 minutes ago, Jimmy Butler, game five, dropped a triple-double. It took everything out of him. By game six, he was gassed. LeBron has done that 28 times in the finals. We've seen that for the past nine or 10 years. And he's in year 17. That in itself is amazing. That's one. Now, let's, let's, let's do this. I'm not saying LeBron's the GOAT. But I want you guys to factor these, factor in these things when you're talking about GOAT. I've heard Jordan played in an era that was rougher. Yes, Jordan played in an era that was rougher. You see, old heads will have you to believe that Jordan played against the Roman gladiators. And that he he left the the court with a with 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 a broken arm and only got called for a foul. That was it. That's it. Hey, I remember one time I was at, I was at a hotel for some for assembly. I was doing something, and I'm they for some reason the the TV the channel had a a, a old game, not even a classic game, an old game on. I'm watching the game. It's a Bulls like a Bulls and Cavs game. It's a foul. It's a foul. It's a foul too. What, what am I looking at? Yes. Did, did the league get a little softer? Okay, yes. 
but it's a trade-off. Lee got softer, got more skilled. So while Jordan was getting hacked, <laughs> every time he went, as the old heads will have you to believe, LeBron has to deal with centers pulling up from, from three. Huh? Huh? How was that? That's that's just something that that's just something you have to take into effect into account. Yes, the eras were different, and LeBron played in a softer era. LeBron has played in the most skilled era ever in basketball. Name me someone who was more skilled than Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant back then. Ain't no point guard that at that time holding Kyrie Irving. Sorry. Gary Payton, I don't want to see him. Jordan, okay. Pippen, yeah. Ain't no point guard holding uh ain't no point guard holding um Stephen Curry back then. In my opinion. Remember, Luigi, it was rougher. That's not basketball. That's football. If I wanted to get tackled, I'd play football instead. What? Huh? It's not basketball. LeBron has been playing in the most skilled era ever where he had to adapt and evolve his skill set to become a decent three-point shooter and now he's an average three-point shooter a great attacker of the basketball at the rim and one of the best passers ever i'm not saying lebron's goat but what i am saying is that if you're gonna bring up the era thing to me it's a trade-off. Jordan played in a, in a in a more physical era. LeBron played in a more skilled era. Now I got one more thing about basketball I want to get into before I want to transition into football. And uh I'm probably gonna end it there. And we're back. Um yeah. So <laughs> the Clippers. Oh no, I didn't forget, y'all. Now, wait, but before I start my rant, I will be fair. I did say that the Clippers would win the championship. I believed that the Clippers would win the championship. So, Lud, why are you happy that they lost? Well, two things can be true. If you ask me, Luigi, who do you believe will win the championship? See, when you, when you ask me who do you think will win and who do you want to win, that's two different questions. For example, to me, who do you think will win? I look at that as if I had to put money on it. Luigi, if you had to put a whole two weeks check on it right now, who do you have winning the championship? I'd have the Clippers. Tell you that straight up. Luigi, who do you want to win? I want the Lakers to win. I'm a huge LeBron fan. Like this. Two things can be true. For example, I hate avocados. I can't stand avocados. I like guac. My chips. It's as simple as that. Like, two things can be true. They are they are mutually they are not mutually exclusive or I don't know how to say that mutually 
whatever. They don't affect the other. Two things can be true at the same time. I thought the Clippers would win. I want the Lakers to win. It's two different things. But they're both facts. So now, but even as I'm watching the Clippers series, Clippers against Dallas, I think Clippers would have lost in the first round had a KP not gotten injured. You see, it was my fault for picking the Clippers because I had put Kawhi Leonard in a category he should not have been in. You see, I had put Kawhi Leonard in in the leader category, not not top five, because Kawhi Leonard, there's no debate about that. Kawhi is top five. Facts, period, just end of story. Kawhi is top five. That's facts. Yeah. I put him as a leader. I thought he would have the, the IQ and the awareness to slow down tempo, to push tempo. But Kawhi is quiet, guys. He puts, like, quiet, kawaii. You, you see what that was happening? So, lo and behold... Clippers blow a 3-1 lead. And I enjoyed every second of it. Every stupid second the Clippers blew that lead, I enjoyed it. All of it. You know why? My voice cracked. You know why I enjoyed every second of their of their misery? Because Pat Bev doing a lot of chirping. One, two, three. Hey, hey, one, two, three. Cancun. Get him out of here. I saw Kawhi Leonard that I was told by multiple friends. He is the best player on the planet. He was gifted that that title after he beat a Golden State Warriors team without Kevin Durant and without Game 6 Clay, who had just dropped 30 in the first half and tore his meniscus. That's who he beat. And then you guys said he's the best player on the planet. And I lost it. And I was called Luigi. I was called ridiculous. Luigi. And face it. Kawhi is better than LeBron. I've been saying no he's not. But y'all didn't want to listen to me. No. Because no one ever listened to me. I heard Giannis was the best player in basketball. If it wasn't Kawhi, it wasn't Giannis. It was Giannis. If it wasn't Giannis, it was Kawhi. One of the two. Got him out of here in five. He got them out of here in five. Jimmy Butler got him out of here in five. Because Giannis can't shoot. Giannis can't shoot. And lo and behold, I forgot that playoff P would turn into pandemic P. Because boy, is he garbage. Do you know that in game seven, in, in games five, six, and seven, they were up double digits every time. 19, 16, and 12. And the Clippers could not hold on to the lead. 
Do you know Kawhi Leonard went 0 for 11 in the second half of a closeout game? PG shot 4 for 11 from the field in game seven. I saw a stat that said that the the Los Angeles Clippers traded for more draft pick, traded more draft picks five to the Thunder than PG had field goals. Four. He had four field goals in the closeout game, and they traded five picks for him. He was that awful. He was so bad. He turned off his Instagram comments. And the funniest thing is, no one called him Playoff P. He gave himself that nickname. Why? Why? I was I was blinded by the by the 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 the, the thinking of the media. I was blinded. Yes, I was. This is the, I forgot that this is the same playoff P that that scored five points in a closeout game against the Utah Jazz against rookie Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz. Five points. Five points. This is the same playoff P that we all get on Westbrook for 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 having for having that um for having that that bad game was it game five or six against the Blazers when uh, Dan Lillard hit that shot. This is the same PG that missed two free throws in the clutch. Should have known. Should have known. I should have known. And I'm going to say it right now. Me and Shannon Sharp have have said this before. Well, I, I saw, I heard Shannon Sharp say it, and I quickly agreed. Kawhi Leonard and PG are not the defenders they want to be, which is why, well, I'm sorry. Kawhi Leonard and PG are not the defenders they once were, which is why I have AD over them both in my top 10. Kawhi Leonard is four. PG isn't even in my top 10. I would take Jimmy Butler over PG any day of the week. What Lud, you're crazy. Am I really? I saw I saw Jimmy Butler, who had a 30, who had a 40 point triple double in game three, get shut down. Well, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Shut down isn't the word. No, shut, shut down isn't the word. He got contained down to like 20 points. Next game. Because AD guarded him. That same playoff run, I saw Jamal Murray get whatever he wanted on Kawhi. I saw Seth Curry. Seth. Seth. Not Steph. Not Stephen, no. Not Stephen. Not Stephen Curry. Seth. The brother from Duke. I saw him get whatever he wanted on PG. And then talk back and said, man, this can't guard me. Huh? Dame Lillard said it best. PG, you a chump. You keep changing teams, running from the grind. 
He's not wrong. PG asked out. He asked out of Indiana. And then he didn't want to go to he didn't want to go to to the Lakers because he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow. He he didn't want that that criticism. But hold on, buddy. Then now I will say yes, he got traded. To he got traded to the uh to the Thunder. I'll say that. I'm sorry, he got traded to the Clippers. I get that. I get that. But don't go chirping around about how you're how you're playoff P and then drop, drop, drop go four for eleven in a closeout game. I don't want to hear it. I was wrong, and I'm glad I was wrong. Y'all can call it playing both sides of the fence. It's not, but whatever. I can't please everybody. So thank you, Clippers. And the Clippers and the Rockets are in big trouble. Because now playoff P, I call, we call him playoff P, layoff P. Because playoff P and Kawhi Leonard got Doc Rivers fired. But it's not all 100% their fault. Doc Rivers has lost three. Only, only like 24 teams in NBA history have blown a 3-1 lead. Doc has three of them. 0-2 with the Magic. I think in 16 with the Clippers. And then 2020 with the Clippers again. And the funny thing is, they, they the funny thing is when they got beat, three, when they were up 3-1, not this year, but I, kept, I think like in 2016, they let, he let Josh Smith on Houston with Harden on the bench outplay his players. But the Clippers are in trouble. They literally traded their entire future. You signed Kawhi to a max. You traded PG. He has a max contract. Because PG re-signed with Thunder. But then got traded. Traded all your draft picks. Two on lock. Need a point guard. Need a point guard. Hey, hey, hey. The Rockets. You're in trouble too. You got a problem. Who the heck wants Westbrook? I don't. I've been critical of Westbrook for years. I'm not going to lie to you, I have. But um, I asked my friend this yesterday. I asked my boy Bentley this yesterday. I asked him, who do you name an area of improvement? Name an area in his game where Westbrook has improved in. I'll wait. I don't think it's passing. Because you're probably gonna say, you're probably gonna say passing, right? Well, you were literally the only player on your team. It was you and Steven Adams. I mean, you haven't really blown me away with with your court vision, Westbrook. Just me. Just me. Still can't shoot. And still to this day, I'm hearing the same thing about he tries too hard, Lud. 
that's a that's a that's from year one to year four to, to year three. I'll allow that excuse because you're still a baby. You have been in the league for 10 plus years now. And if you're still trying too hard, Westbrook, it's you. It has to be you. It has to be. It has to be. I'm so happy the Rockets fired Mike D'Antoni. Because this this whole ISO one-on-one shoot a bunch of threes was stupid to begin with. It was stupid. It's not... That whole ISO, that's not basketball. That's 2K. That's when you that's when you, your little cousin has has the has the, the controller, wants to play 2K, and he doesn't know really anybody, so he gets rims run rim runs with Harden. That's all that was. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. I'm glad Mike D'Antoni got fired. Get him out of here. The Clippers and the Rockets are in big, big trouble and they need to fix it fast Golly, man. Bunch of idiots. Ouch, all right this podcast like an hour 15 long no cap nfl first of all on a serious note I want to send my deepest, deepest condolences, my deepest, deepest thoughts go to Dak Prescott, who suffered a compound fracture uh, in his ankle. For those who don't know what a compound fracture is, it's worse than a broken bone. It's your bone has poked through the flesh. Now, I'm not going to get graphic on here because I know Actually, if y'all can somehow, if y'all have made it this far, applaud to you. But deepest condolences to Dak Prescott. I hope he gets better. I hope he comes back somewhat near 100%. I hope he balls out. And Jerry Jones should have paid him. I'm, I'm not here to discuss Dak Prescott's contract. I don't care about that. I'm here to discuss why the heck the NFL is still running right now. Let me know why. Let me know why. The NFL should be shut down right now. Absolutely. Let me get this straight. The... Well, let let me paint a picture for you guys. The Patriots and the Chiefs played a game a few weeks ago. I think it was either last week or two weeks ago. And the Patriots' starting quarterback, Cam Newton, former MVP, he he got, he was diagnosed, I guess you could say. He had COVID, so he couldn't play. You see, football isn't like these other sports. Football in itself is different because it's a game of seconds and milliseconds. Fast. You got to be here by this time or else the whole, play is, the whole play is ruined. Well, when my starting quarterback 
is hurt. What do you want me to do? Okay, so the starting quarterback is hurt. That gives me an unfair disadvantage. Unfair disadvantage. Great. Now, this Chiefs and, and Pats game was a division game. That affects seeding. That affects who you play in the, in the playoffs. That goes a long way in... In going for a, a Super Bowl. And you're telling me I have to play still? There's not going to be anything. Literally, I see so many teams getting... Excuse me. With, uh, um, with like four or five players having COVID. And they constantly having to push games back. And push games back. You know what that does? What that does? You realize that that, that the, the Chiefs have to play three games in 10 days. And from by all accounts from these guys that I've heard, uh former players, players need those that those rest days. They need those rest days because football is a brutal sport. Not only do I have to play football. The practice? So let me get this straight. I gotta practice with pads, without pads, whatever. Contact, non-contact, whatever. I gotta practice and then just to have the game pushed back. What? What? Huh? The game gotta be pushed back. So now you're moving games back and you're moving games back. The NFL has slots for these. But at what point? Do the players say, I'm, I'm done with this? Oh, wait. Players can't because they signed a stupid CBA. I forgot. The players signed a stupid CBA where you have to take this to the chin. They didn't want to unify. They didn't want to stand strong against the owners. They folded under pressure. You got a 17th game. You only got $150,000. If you for opting out of for COVID, now nah, no to us to me that's a lot of money, but to billionaire owners that's nothing. You got a seventeenth game, and then you have the no play, no pay. So basically, if the if 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 the uh, lost my thought. Oh, I got it back. If the season were to end today. You only get paid for what you played for. Now, I understand in the real world, like I work at Walgreens. So, yes, I don't come to work. I don't get paid. And I've heard that example a lot. Well, that makes sense. I don't come to work. I don't get paid. See, there are these things called sick days at work, right? So where I have, like, if I can put in a sick day, and I still get paid for that time. Corona is clearly a sick day. The, 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 the players should have stopped being babies. Be unified for once in their life. Just once. I want to see the, the NFL players be unified. Stick to your guns. We want this, this, and that. Work reasonably. But you sign a stupid no play, no pay? 
during Corona? And you thought that this wasn't going to happen? I feel bad for you, but then, but then again, I can't. Because you made your bed, you made your sheets, you puffed up your pillow with help, with, with a bunch of, of feathers coming out of it. Yeah, it's uncomfortable sleeping in it now. You made it already. It's your fault. It's your fault. Sorry I had to bash the NFL, guys. But I love football. I love football. I just want to see it done correctly. And when I see a bunch of players crumble under a little bit of peer pressure, grown men crumbling under peer pressure, it gets me mad. I've kept y'all here long enough. I'm boring y'all with my talk. It's all I had. You might or might not get a pod for me next week. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, congrats to the Lakers again for making for winning the championship. Uh, congrats to the Heat for giving us us one. That's, that was some series, and Jimmy Butler has gained my respect even more immensely now. With that, y'all, I'm gone. Thank you for being with me. Uh, I love you guys a lot. I thank you for all the texts that I've been getting of where's the pod, where's the pod, where's the pod. Hopefully this pod does great. No ads. Just have fun. Stay safe. Check on your friends. Check on your loved ones. Say I love you to all your boys, all your girls. Say I love you to them. See y'all later, bro.